fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I'm so confused today. I'm trying to piece everything together and it just doesn't make any sense. There's a crazy world out there. We're trying to live in it and trying to piece some sense of common sensationality. Yes, I just made that word up in the world today, but it's becoming more difficult each and every day. Welcome into the show. It is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation. Here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Welcome aboard. Thanks for hanging out today on a post-Monday celebration. This week is going to fly right on by. This is kind of, for most people, like the pick-me-up week. Let's get our uh, try and get some back stuff done, try and get ahead for the new year. I'm ready to launch 2022. I am excited. I am amped. I am ready to go, and it just can't get here fast enough, so... We're going to do the best we can to try and muddle through this week in talking about some lighthearted stuff, but yet some important stuff on how to prepare ourselves for the brand new year. <laughs> I know that you're in the mindset right, right now not to get too worked up about too many things, so we'll do our darndest not to make that happen. Welcome into the show. You can find us all over our social media at Who's Your Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason plus the website at Who'sYourReason.com. We're also live streaming on the Opslens app. You can find them, Opslens.com. You can download the Opsilence app as well and find them on all their social media as well, which we are streaming on with our live video. Coming up, bottom of the hour, we have James Bradley. He's a Senate candidate out of the state of California. He wanted to come on the program. He's a fan of the program. We love him to death. We can't wait to chat with him coming up here in just a little bit as he is a veteran, he is a candidate, and he has been working really, really hard on an issue that unfortunately is still ongoing. Now, the Biden administration does not give you all the information. That may be a shocker for some. I, <laughs> I know. That may be a shocker for some individuals, but uh, he does not give us all the information. He actually lies about a lot of things, or he just doesn't know because he lost his favorite magic marker that rode on his forearm with. I'm not quite sure which one it is, but there's not getting the full story. There are still a lot of individuals in Afghanistan that are not able to get out of Afghanistan, both U.S. citizens, along with refugees, along with ones that aided us through the military, wanting to help us, and now we've kind of left them high and dry. And James Bradley is helping to try and get some of those individuals out of there. So we'll talk about the campaign. We'll also talk about some of the stuff that he's doing in Afghanistan right now, trying to help those individuals flee from the ridiculousness that it is and what the state of Afghanistan actually looks like right now. So we'll look forward to chatting with him here in just a little bit. We did that. We haven't done the segment in a while, and I think it's time that we needed to do so. Now, if you remember, and if you're a longtime listener to the show during the Trump administration, I'm a fan of Trump. I liked what Trump did. Didn't quite articulate things the best way, so we would have our segment of this. What Donald Trump really meant to say. Yeah, now, that's not the segment that we're going to do today, but it's an example of we've gone from that to the new segment with the new administration that is this. <laughs> Let's go into the Biden basement. Now, we did the Biden basement, obviously, because during the campaign trail, he did not campaign, but he sat in his basement the entire time. I really think that they built a wannabe White House, like, you know, a West Wing corridor 
in his basement to where it looks like he's president. He thinks that he's president. He pretends to be president. And then they just give him coloring books all day long. And then they just kind of make decisions on their own while he acts like he's trying to be really, really important. Because when they give him free reign to do something, he ends up screwing it up. And we saw another example of that just yesterday when he was on a uh, on a call or on a speech doing whatever he was doing, talking about the vaccine mandate rules, talking about COVID-19, ways that we can finally try to get out of this pandemic. And I'm trying to piece it together on what he was trying to do, whether he was actually a slip of the tongue, whether he realized that he's in a failed policy and he's trying to backtrack, or whether he has no clue what his administration is trying to push, uh, push and he's just trying to say random stupid things. But headline to Fox News today on our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? The Biden administration and Joe Biden himself says that he agrees with Republican governors that there should be no federal solution to end the pandemic. Wait a second. What? Wait a second. Now. uh, He's a jackass. (laughs) No, hold on. Hold on. Joe, are you feeling all right today? Are you doing okay, buddy? You feeling good? I want to be clear. Uh, I'm not going nuts. I'm telling you. Things are going just a little bit wonky for the Biden administration right now as he was on a call with governors yesterday where he agreed with two different state GOP executives, Republican governors on the phone call that said that there's no one size fits all approach to mitigate COVID-19. Now, they're absolutely right. And Joe Biden agreeing with them would be one great good piece of information that we could actually get away from that. But his policies don't agree and align with what he actually says what we say we're doing, what we're actually going to do. While he's pushing for a vaccine mandate, which, by the way, is back in implementation as the one of the courts, uh, higher courts, has actually said that they are allowed to pursue the OSHA mandates, which he did speak on just last week. Finally, we're making sure that COVID-19 no longer closes businesses or schools. Last week, the federal court reinstated my administration's vaccination or test vaccination or test rule for businesses with more than 100 employees. The rule requires employers with 100 or more employees to protect their workers who are on site and indoors with the requirement that they be vaccinated or tested each week or go home. Now, I don't know if this is something that we should be shocked about where he says one thing and then a week later does something exactly opposite. And I'm not talking about just like, you know, bending the rules a little bit or bending the mindset a little bit and doing something slightly different. I'm literally saying, you know, we're not going to do federal mandates because they don't work. And then, oh, look at this federal mandate that's actually going to do something, quote unquote. He's the 180 president, and it's hard to keep track with his dementia that's setting in right now on what the hell he's actually going to do. And you would think as an administration trying to go into midterm elections that you would at least limit his exposure or at least be somewhat con- uh, continuant, continuity, following the continuity. You know, if you watch movies, you like continuity. You'd think that you would follow a little bit of consistency in his talking points to where he doesn't look like an absolute fool. And I say that with all due respect of Democrats trying to go into a midterm election with some kind of platform they're supposed to run on to say that they've actually done something. But while he agrees in pushing vaccine mandates, he agrees with Republican governors that federal mandates aren't going to do anything. So why are you pushing federal mandates? They haven't worked. They aren't working, and he is right, and the Republican governors are right, that they need to do them at the statewide level. Our governor here in the great state of Kansas, our Democrat governor where I live, 
and hail from. She has backtracked and started to do the same thing where she has pushed mask mandate after mask mandate after mask mandate. And then, of course, she starts losing in the polls. She's been a horrible governor this entire time. Now she comes out and says, you know, federal mandates on vaccines probably aren't the best way to handle things. Really? We've been saying that for the last year and a half. But yet, here we are still trying to battle them in your ridiculous party trying to force them down our throats. According to Fox News, Biden made the comment after Arkansas Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson, who is the chair of the National Governors Association, cautioned the president against taking action that may step on states' toes that aim to fight the virus. Quote, one word of concern or encouragement for your team is that as you look towards federal solutions that will help alleviate the challenge, make sure that you do not let federal solutions stand in the way of state solutions. The production of 500 million rapid tests that will be distributed by the federal government is great, but obviously that dries up supply chains for the solutions that we might offer as a governor. His response, quote, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at the state level. He goes on, I'm looking at New Hampshire's governor, Chris uh, Sununu, on the board here. I think that's how you pronounce it. If not, it is not. (laughs) I do not mean to. Uh, He talks about that a lot, and it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road. This is Biden. And it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road, and that's why the patient, and, and that's where the patient is in need of help or preventing the need for help. So, there you have it. Where the rubber meets the road, which is true. You fix things at the local level, the cities, the counties, the states. I don't agree with a city implementing a mask mandate. I think that's really, really stupid. But if they do so, then you know what? That's your city council that you can fight, which is way easier to battle than a state legislature or a governor or the president of the United States. Battle them at that statewide level. Bring the politics back to the local level. If you need resources in one community, another community in the same state may not need the same resources or another state may not need the same resources. This is how you solve things. Let individuals make their choices. The problem with that is that you'd actually have to allow the individual all of the information, not the select information for political gain to try and force people into vaccines or force people into uh, quarantining or force people into mask mandates or force businesses into making tough choices of do I take a fine from OSHA or do I let people go, which is what we're up against again now that the OSHA mandates are back up moving forward and they're looking at trying to mandate every company over 100 employees across the nation to mandate the vaccine or masks or daily testing. All of it is stupid and businesses, I'm trying, if you're over 100 employees, I'm desperately trying to plead to you to fight this in unison. One is not going to do it. It takes all the businesses to stand up and say, no, we're not going to. And what's the government going to do? Fine, every one of you. Yeah, good luck with that. We can all hang together or we can all hang separately. What Benjamin Franklin said during the Revolutionary War. You can all hang together and fight in unison or you can hang separately and you all can get fined. You can get shut down. You can get abused by the federal government. But this guy, man, I'm trying to piece together the connection between, yes, uh, we need federal mandates on vaccines, but no, the federal solutions aren't going to solve anything. We already know this, which I, you could take it into the grander scale as well and say, let's look at federal issues on social platforms, on safety nets, on other issues to where you, the federal government's not going to solve issues. They're not going to solve poverty. They're not going to solve the war on drugs. They're not going to solve the safety net of individuals needing social programs because it's irresponsible, it's inefficient, it's extremely cost inefficient when it comes to taxes, and it's a crappy program. And oh, by the way, 
constitutionally it's not allowed to be there in the first place. And yes, I'm talking about social programs. The uh, nice little uh, general welfare is garbage, and we can have a lecture on that again if we'd like to at some point because I think it needs to be revised. But where is Joe Biden really standing on this? I'm curious on what he personally, he feels about this issue. Is it a misstep where he shouldn't have said that? He was just trying to go along to get along, Mr. Joe Biden, Mr. You know, I'm going to compromise and try and work across the aisle to work with somebody else, and he just said the wrong thing trying to play too nice? Is it the CYA, the cover of the you-know-what? Because his policies are failing, just about every mandate that he's put in at the federal level has been held up in court and stopped outside of the OSHA one that's being taken back to court because it's still a failed policy and it's not going to be allowed to. And the Supreme Court's going to take it up now as we go to a higher court. Is it him trying to backtrack a little bit and see why? And if so, that would be interesting in itself because that's the very first time the Biden administration has done so during the entire COVID-19 pandemic is backtrack. They've made horrible decisions. They have failed miserably. And instead of admitting it and backtracking for political saving your you-know-what, they continue on. They continue to shoot themselves in the foot and blow themselves up, which I find quite interesting. So is this the first time he's trying to backtrack? Or is it really what his feelings are where he is that more quote-unquote moderate, lovey-dovey Joe Biden guy and he's trying to agree with Republicans, but it's not him in control? And while he's saying, yeah, federal mandates aren't going to solve anything, the progressive left-wing part of the party are the ones that are actually dominating the policy that his administration is pushing without his knowledge. You could go down a rabbit hole on every one of those trails, but I'll leave it up to you to decide on what you think Joe Biden's saying here, or maybe he just has no clue what he's saying because the teleprompter glitched out on him. (laughs) Either way, I think it would be very entertaining. Lots more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. By the way, a little programming note for you. If you watch the live video feed on the live streaming on the OpsLens app on the TV, the networks that we're on, which more news coming on those soon as well. We're going to start changing up some of the imaging on our video commercial breaks that we have in between these segments, so stay tuned in for that. Some flashier stuff, some new stuff, some stuff coming up with the Hoosier Media Network. You can also find us on the OpsLens as well, which we have some promos running for the OpsLens team. Thanks for those guys picking up the show, OpsLens.com. We have the video feed going on there. Also, download the OpsLens app. You can watch us there and the social media, too. So we're just all over the place, but you'll see some new freshened-up imaging, some freshened-up. Uh, it's going to be a brand-new show, 2022, and I'm super excited about it with a lot of really cool goodies coming up here uh, in just a little bit. James Bradley, he'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour here in just a few minutes. Talking about progressives running behind the scenes in Washington, D.C., Joe Biden, yes, he is progressive. Is he a crazy radical socialist? I mean, he's not the brightest guy, so he possibly could be. His record has kind of fluctuated between that throughout his you know, 30, 40 years in office. But overall, I think the more radical progressives are kind of dominating things behind the scenes, which really tends to lead me to believe that he was trying to play nice, and obviously he made his mishap because he doesn't know what he's talking about, tried to play like he was working across the aisle, and ended up saying something stupid. I mean, it was right, but stupid for him and his party that makes him look bad, saying that, well, yeah, there's no federal solutions that will actually solve COVID-19 in the pandemic. He's right, but, you know, I guess a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. I guess a blind Joe Biden, you know, writes down the right Sharpie magic marker thing on occasion. Got to work on that analogy a little bit. But speaking of progressives, you really know who's behind the scenes with all this, right? And it's been kind of an ongoing joke an ongoing, I don't know about a conspiracy, but an interesting thought for sure, is the Obamas, Barack Obama. Because obviously being the VP of the Obama administration and Obama really kind of steering him more towards the far left, uh, there's been rumor that he's been kind of the one giving the talking points, leading the conversation. Well, now there's a new theory that I find really interesting going into the midterm elections. And that is Michelle Obama possibly running for president in 2024. Now... Let's put on the tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist uh, mindset for just a second, shall we? Let's say the Obama administration is in their third term right now through the Biden administration with behind the scenes talking points telling them what to do and say. I can see it. I know that uh, Barack Obama was hesitant to campaign for, uh, for Biden, but he didn't want to be associated when Biden bombed big time in the election. So, you know, he had to keep his distance. He didn't want to go off a very super cool, popular, hip and slick type of mentality to go into an old crusty guy that couldn't win any elections. And they obviously had to do something to make that happen. But he won the presidency. So now he's trying to talk behind the scenes. What better way to continue on that legacy, knowing that Joe Biden will not be able to pull that off a second time, even though he says he's running in 2024, than to challenge him in the 2024 election with Michelle Obama and have her come up and dominate things. 
I don't know that she would do that. However, I will say that she's starting to make an appearance again in the mainstream media and in some of the TV shows. She's starting to play the celebrity mindset again by making special appearances on certain sitcoms. I just saw, and I can't remember what show it was, but I remember seeing the promo just today of Michelle Obama being a special guest on a sitcom. She's starting to make the talk show rounds again. She's making an appearance, and I don't understand why. The only reason that they would make any type of appearance again would be to try and make some type of political move. Now, I know they're making a documentary on the Obamas on Netflix because Obama people, and I think the Obamas themselves, are part share owners of Netflix. So that would make sense if they're promoting a show. However... I still think there's some kind of political gain. And what better way to run for a quote-unquote fourth term than to challenge the current administration, make the celebrity appearance, which Obama's did very, very nicely before, and then come in and try and run against him, challenge him, and dominate with the cool, hip-styled individuals in the 20... I I don't know. I could see it happening. Joe Rogan obviously thinks it's going to happen, too, and says that if it was between Michelle Obama and Donald Trump, that he thinks Michelle O would actually win. I don't know if that's the case. I think the Obama thing is done, although they were the cool hipsters going into the White House before. Can they keep that mentality? I guess the celebrity status in the sitcoms would be a way to start off that trend, right? Yeah. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Halfway through the show goes by way too fast. I don't care what anybody else says. The fastest hour of radio on radio. Plus the TV, the live streaming, the podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Thanks for joining us today. I'm getting comments about the Michelle Obama thing and Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Joe Biden is the low-hanging fruit of today. He is the AOC the problem is he's the leader of the free world. Am I being too mean, Joe? Am I being too mean? Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> oh, man. You can find us online, HoosierReason.com. You can find us on the social media at HoosierReason, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason, on all the social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Instagram, Our Freedom Book, TikTok, Parlor, Minds.com. I think that's it. Plus the website at HoosierReason.com, which we do have the link to all those on the website as well. I want to get right into it with our next guest of the day. 
What's trending today? And a really big conversation to be had because the time is narrowing on what we can do to actually help. And God bless this guy and everybody involved with it trying to actually do something about this. Not only is he is a, congr- a, a candidate for U.S. Senate in the state of California, how you're going to battle California, man, I give you all the kudos to that one. You can find him online at BradleySenate.com. But excited to have on the program James Bradley with us here. James, how are you, my friend? Doing wonderful. Thank you for having us on. Oh, it's great to have you on. Now, we have another individual on the line as well. I want you to uh, to introduce here in just a second. But first off, I got to say kudos to you for running for Senate in California. That's the, I love California. I, we don't have any radio stations out there yet, but our downloads for the podcast are insane in California. So thank you guys for listening out there. And uh, I know that there is a massive movement right now in the state trying to bring some common sense and reason. I, I kind of laughed a little bit because Governor Newsom was on The View yesterday, and I, I didn't listen to it, but I saw him on there, and I had to chuckle because that's the low bar that he set for himself to try and run for, you know, whatever he's doing out there in California. But are things starting to change? Are people waking up out there? Oh, we are, actually. We have been for some time now. We call him the emperor with no clothes, <laughs> uh, Newsom. <laughs> but uh, I think people are finally waking up. E- extremely, The uh, I've been noticing of late the limousine liberals on the coast, and I ran against Ted Lieu last election. And let me tell you, more people were fired up. I've never seen so much fire and patriotism in Beverly Hills rallies. But you're going to see a red tide in California in 2022. That's going to be amazing. I love it. Now, uh, again, as we have someone else on the line here to talk about the scenario that you've been working with, you're you're a veteran. Thank you for your service and what you've done. And you've been working really hard because obviously the uh, pullout of Afghanistan has not gone the way that we that the Biden administration explained it, that we had planned it, things that we actually wanted to do to make sure it was done properly. It hasn't worked, and it's failed miserably. And while the media doesn't talk about it, while the Biden administration says it's not happening, you know, the these aren't the droids you're looking for mindset here, there is an issue still going on trying to get people out of Afghanistan, isn't there? Oh, quite a bit. In fact, uh, when I saw, and, and I think every your listening audience would attest to this, when we saw the flag drop in the U.S. Embassy in Kabul August 16th and followed up 10 days later with losing 13 servicemen killed in action. That was what fired up a lot of those that served our country. And, you know, it was the news of the day, but now it's gone. They're bearing it over this um, this, this omni-variant. It's just disgraceful. What the nations look at us as being the leader in, in the free world, free thinking, and go to the United States purposely to find their, their, their place in the sun. But now it's turned into this, we often call it communist California, but it's now it's permeated throughout the states. So what I saw happen on those dates, I said, I cannot sit back. I cannot put another time or dollar into running for office until we save as many lives as we can. We still have U.S. citizens left behind in enemy lines. We have vetted allies that served 20 years, put their lives in the line, are being hunted by the Taliban. So... The beautiful thing is, is when you start making that effort, you reach out to the community, you are able to meet with the great people like Jazz Cannon. Jazz Cannon has a beautiful story, and I want her to kind of take it from here. Yeah, uh, Jazz is on the line with us right now. Jazz, how are you today? I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Um, this is amazing. Thank you for coming on here. Talk about your story a little bit. Uh, Pleasure. Um, Well, I um, have been in, in... or I should say that I've been a, a former war refugee back in the 90s. That's when the Taliban took over the first time. And so it has, it's a, it's, it's a story. My story is among the many thousands 
hundreds of thousands of Afghans were evacuated at that time. And we're talking about, you know, how um, um, escaping the country, going to another, crossing the border to Pakistan, which is another country that doesn't necessarily welcome refugees. And um, and so this, this struggle is truly um, unfathomable for so many Afghans. And now we're talking about moving fast forward 20 years later, the same scenario has occurred again, but this time it is worse. Um, and so for me, um, right now, it is not just personal, but also professional, because my background is in uh, uh, immigration resettlement uh, counseling. And so for me, uh, it is very critical as to how we can help Afghans evacuate. Now, I understand that earlier you just mentioned about the um, about the, uh, um, the the veteran who is supporting right now. His name is Legend, and I'm fully in support of him. And the reason why, because he is an Afghan-American, although a former U.S. Army Staff Sergeant, but he's currently working nonstop to evacuate at-risk Afghans from persecution by the Taliban every day. Just like families like myself, a person like me who struggled back uh, 20 years ago, the same situation has occurred again. So um, I am just um, I'm just um, very grateful to be able to be a part of this um, and uh, help as many Afghans evacuate as possible. Yeah, that's amazing to hear the fact that you guys are still working on this. Now, how many refugees, U.S. citizens, refugees, how many people are still over there that need to be out? There are in the thousands, Andy. And I have to tell you this. When the last American soldier left Afghanistan, legend, and that's he goes by that name because he cannot expose his real name. He went back to Afghanistan and he assisted hundreds of at-risk Afghans to safety, including the U.S. citizens, the, um, the lawful permanent residents, the Christians, minorities, um, and our Afghan allies. So if you're talking about individually, um, how many Afghan allies who supported the military, how many uh, Afghan Christians, Afghan Jews, Afghan um, um, uh, other other minorities, each one of them we're looking in the thousands that are stranded behind, especially the Afghan Americans. Yeah. Well, the Afghan-Americans, and as you mentioned, all the allies that we have, I mean, I don't know the mindset, and maybe you can enlighten us a little bit on the thought process of the the Biden administration or however we did this pullout, but the ones that have helped us for years during this conflict that the U.S. has had over there, the bases that we've had, everybody that's helped us, why in the world would we just walk away without aiding and helping them get out before we just say, hey, thanks for saving us and keeping you know keeping us safe during the time, you know, we're just going to cash you out to the wolves now. To me, that's... It makes so illogical, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's an act of betrayal, I'll be honest with you, Andy. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's So that's where we step in. You either be, you lead. I'm not going to sit back and complain, nor is Jazz, and if hopefully you can get Brad on the call too, you can speak on the, uh, his efforts in D.C. But we can't sit back any longer. Yeah. We owe them our gratitude. We owe them so much more, and now it's being buried. Every, I mean, you go to the Biden administration, they ignore you. You go to the Department of State, they ignore you. They, they say they're doing something, but they're not. And that's the, that's the crime of the century. This is a humanitarian issue. This is ter- going to, by uh, April next year, we don't know how many lives we're gonna be, will be lost as a result of the coming winter, or the winter that they're going through now, but also with the Taliban now getting strength. 
they're turning against the, the public now. Anyone that had any alliance with the, the American or any foreign ally is going is now being hunted out right as we speak. I'm glad you mentioned, because that's the next direction I wanted to ask, is what is the state of affairs there right now? I mean, are they literally just doing door-to-door knocking, just trying to find individuals that's on a list? I mean, how did they get the list? And, and, and what is the timeline here? When do we have to get people out of Afghanistan? Yeah, I think the, the, the latest we need to get is many out by April, no later than early May, because we're looking at between three to seven million, excuse me, five million that may perish over this these winter months. Yeah. We cannot sit back. They are going door-to-door. To door. They're doing what they call honeypots, just to create uh, these fictitious organizations saying, we're here to help. Give us your information. We'll come by. We'll give you some food. Guess what? They come by, and they take them out, and they execute them either on site, or they take them, and they start uh, um, uh, interrogating them. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, uh, Jazz. I don't want to take the floor here. You, you see it. You're working with Legend. Let's hear more. Yes, um, I was just going to add on to that as far as, uh, you know, I'm not a politician, but there's one thing I do know as an Afghan-American, and by the way, I became an American citizen this year. And to me, I am so proud. I am very proud to be an American citizen. And that's why just just a couple days ago, I called out all of the Afghan uh, communities. And I, the, the, the best, the easiest thing that they can do is to call their congressmen. It is election season. They need our votes. So the best thing they can do is to call them, tell them to assist in bringing home, um, you know, our, our Afghan Americans that are stuck there, support the Afghan minorities. They can um, ask them to, you know, support the American allies and our partners and those who brought change and, and democracy. You know, ask them to support the rescue of Afghan Christians, Afghan Sikhs. We know there are Afghan Jews that live there. There are Afghan Catholics who live there. There are Afghan Muslims. And, and, and on top of that, they can help rescue the, the journalists, the academics, the homosexuals, particularly the women activists. I am a woman activist. And so for me, it's painful to watch what is going on and how these women are struggling. For them, every day is... For them to seek hope, that is death. I tell you that's what, the yeah. Only freedom that they can, that's yeah. the only freedom that they have. Yeah, Jess, hold that line. We got to take a, we got to, t- yeah, we got to take a hard commercial break. Hold on that line one second here. I want to continue that conversation when we come back. We're talking with James Bradley, BradleySenate.com, candidate for Senate in the state of California, also with Jazz Cannon. Lots more coming up here on The Voice of Reason. Stay Voice here. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show goes by way too fast. I don't care what any other show says. We are by far the fastest hour of radio on radio, plus the live stream, the TV, the podcasting, all the other places as well. A little programming note for you as well, that if you do like to watch the live stream on social media, we officially just shared the Opslens live stream. A lot of people jumping on there. Some maybe new people listening to the show. Welcome aboard. Thanks for hanging out and appreciate you very much. We're on here every single day now at this time slot, live at, uh, I know different radio stations are at different times, but we are live 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central Time. I hail out of Wichita, Kansas, for our flagship radio station, and uh, yeah, that's about it. So thanks for hanging out with us today. On the line with us right now, super excited as we continue our roundtable here, James Bradley, candidate for U.S. Senate out of the state of California. Love California, just need to start cleaning up some stuff out there. And uh, that's one guy that can do it. BradleySenate.com is the website. Also, Jazz Cannon on the line of this year is talking about trying to get some of these Afghan refugees out the deadline by April, trying to work as hard as we can. Uh, Jazz, uh, James, talk about one of you, the process. How do you get in touch with individuals that are on the run in Afghanistan, trying to talk to them, trying to guide them, making sure that they're the right people that need to come out, being able to communicate with them when they're on the run, in the process to actually smuggle them out of the country. Uh, That's an Andy, excellent question. I'm going to jump off of this call uh, because I want you to do talk with uh, Brad Park. Yes. And so uh, just to wrap this up, um, uh, legend. Is all my, my answer to all of this is legend because he's the one who's helping evacuating. The government is not helping. Uh, this is not his job, but he has no choice. He is in debt in the upwards of $600,000. He spent his own money to actually um, help evacuate as many families as possible. Just last night, just last night, in the middle of the night, he helped evacuate eight Christian family members wow. and, and move them to the safe house. He has actually been... He has received lashes from the Taliban for doing this um, uh, back when he, when he was in Afghanistan. So this is not a job for him. It's a job for the government, but the government is not doing anything about it. And so um, um, uh, just looking at all of these complications. And another thing, Glenn Beck, uh, you may be familiar with him. Yeah. He spent his money in the millions to try to evacuate uh, 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 Christians. And, and he had no reason to do that. But every step of the way, it is one man, the legend, the 
savior of the Afghan people that not many people even know about him, but he's doing it out of out of his own spending his own uh, uh, pocket money. Sure. So, um, um, so all I can say is that please help him, fund him. You can go to legend.ngo and, and look everything about him. He's been on Fox News, and uh, you will learn more about him, but he needs the funds. We need the fund in order to continue to evacuate these minorities because they're truly suffering. 22 million mm-hmm. families are are, are, are going through experiencing uh, starvation. That's devastating. It's critical. My own family members are still there. Yeah. So it's very personal to me, but please help Legend fund him so he can continue to do what even our current government is not capable of doing. <laughs> it, is, it is really an embarrassment. So now I'm going to jump off. Thank you so much for your time. But please, um, I'm going to allow Brad Parks to join in because he has more information than all of us combined. And he's also known as Relentless. You may want to ask him why. <laughs> yeah, that's um, amazing. Well, Jazz, thank you so much for, for what you've done. And congratulations, by the way, on the naturalization to become a U.S. citizen. That's thanks. absolutely amazing. And uh, I want to hear more thanks. from your story later as well. Brad, are you with us? He's going to be calling here shortly. Okay. He, uh, but well, thank you. Oh, yeah, no, it's amazing. And uh, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, James, we we got just about a minute left here, so I don't think we have time okay. with him. But we need to get him on the show. We need to get you back on the show and do another conference call with him uh, to talk and get Roger. in some detail. Because I, I really want to talk about the process and what we can do to fight, not with supporting you guys, but also to fight in Washington, D.C. as well. So well, we're, we may yeah. have to schedule another time here. Yeah, we do. In fact, our our coalition, our, our actual coalition is called Allied Rescue Coalition. We're formed with uh, Hollywood icons, former elected officials working together to bring needed attention that will help bring those uh, U.S. citizens that is allies out. You can go to AlliedRescueCoalition.org. Allied, Allied Rescue okay. Coalition.org. You'll learn more about what we're doing and and. The legends of the world, as many of them, we work with a lot of other on-the-ground on the operations sure. to bring uh, the needed help. I love it. Well, God bless you, James. James Bradley is uh, the guest of BradleySenate.com. Go and check out the website. Uh, we're going to get Brad Parks on the show here again soon. We need to get both of you guys on to talk more about it, but we're out of time. It flies right on by, my friend, so we have to do it again. Thank you. Well, thank you. I'm really honored. And yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Hey, yeah, absolutely. We appreciate that very much. We're going to get uh, Brad on the show again real soon. Out of time for today. Podcast up in just a little bit. We'll continue this conversation. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Back at it tomorrow. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change in your own community. Until then, this is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.